Of football, I'm so happy because I said good evening and not good morning as we did last week. Uh, I'm joined as always by my rather dapper-looking colleague Paul, who has made his way here from his office in torrential monsoon rain. It's not as bad as it was supposed to be, though. Well, yeah, but it's because yeah, you had your umbrella up, I guess, right? Sheltering what's left of your of your mop. <laughs> I don't know what the weather forecast is saying at the moment, but when I checked this morning, it was predicting about 20 centimetres of rain today. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to start really slow uh, and then kind of get really kind of heavy later on, which I guess is a little bit like uh, a soju hangover as well. Um, but yeah, so the things, the punishment that we put ourselves through, just so you guys can have your weekly uh, epic dose of, of, of K-League guff, but anyway, so Paul, this week I guess we were going to, the intro music there was very interesting, it was James and, and Sit Down. Sit Down, there uh, must be a reason for it. There usually is. Um, I guess, has it got anything to do with uh, Sit Down protests about John Book still not being fined and having points taken off them? No? Nope. Ah, okay, was it anything at all to do with uh, empty seats at Johnham? For the John Am Songnam game, and the Songnam fans refused to sit down because they were dirty anyway. No. Nope. Ah, I'm at a loss then. What could it possibly be? Where would you normally sit down in Korea? Uh, you would normally sit down on a bus. But Suwon fans, being the thick idiots they are, <laughs> sat down in front of the bus. <laughs> they did indeed. Although, in fairness, so did Ilsan fans. Uh, last midweek as well, yeah. although I do believe that we did call them more Sue one than Sue one at a point earlier on this season anyway, yeah, because like that's exactly what they're doing, but yeah, so why did Sue one fans decide to not sit on the bus? Because they thought they were going to win another cup final when they were 1-0 ahead going into the 90th minute, and they chucked it all away and lost 2-1. They, they, they lost 2-1 to goals in the 92nd and 95th minutes. Uh, I actually got home just in time to see... Uh, Mendy, uh, the Guinea Bissan, Guinean? Uh, yeah, Guinea Bissau. Yeah, yeah, Guinea Bissau. Uh, guy scored on his debut. Uh, he, he actually looked a real handful for most of the game, to be honest. But when I say most of the game, like the highlights afterwards. Um, Presum- I should be presumably not the, the Mendy that signed for Leicester today. Frederike Mendy, I think it was a different one. Although he, he maybe, maybe Leicester thought he was so good against Suwon Blue Wings that they would buy him. Or maybe. Maybe you'll something they've signed the one that's gone to Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But it, it was a well-taken header. Like, what, what I thought was really interesting, and I mean, I, I guess it's, you know, as we just said, uh, like on Wednesday, Ilsan got beat 4-0 by uh, Pohan, and their fans sat down in front of the bus and blocked it leaving. So the manager had to go out and apologise. And Suwon did the exact same thing. The Suwon fans did the exact same thing. Although I do believe Suwon fans went a little bit 
kind of further and started singing, after a performance like that, you should kill yourself. Or something to that effect. Yeah, that, that was translated by uh, by by uh, Tom, by uh, uh, Ken Kenny. I'm sure I can say his name on the podcast and not end up getting a tweet about it. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. Um, but uh, it would seem that that's what they were saying at the at the bus. So, Saw, so, so, I can't remember his name, Sojin? Sojin One. Sojin One. Um, he came off the bus and took two security guards to push the Su One fans back and, and make him a little space. And he stood there, like, really, he looked really small and kind of like apologised and said, you know, stick with us, we're getting there, we've signed Jonathan, we look better t- t- today, you can't account for two late goals like that, you know, the game was in the bag. Um, actually, I have no idea what he said, that's what I would have said if I'd been him. I didn't actually bother listening. But yeah, I, didn't, yeah, I didn't listen either, actually. Once he started talking, I, I just stopped the video. So, I take it Jonathan didn't play against Olsen then? No, he did, he, he did, did play, he did play. 90 minutes? Uh, he was on the pitch, yeah. I'm not, I don't think he managed the full 90, but... Uh, I mean, uh, the, what I found, as I was saying, like, you know, with the Osan players having that horrendous game last week, um, they, what was really interesting is, I, I'm, really, I'm beginning to really like uh, Kovacic. I, I, have a, I actually really like him. Sets up both goals, right? Set up both goals. But when the second goal went in, he basically grabbed... Like gestured as many uh, of the Osan players as he could and made them jump over the hoardings and run into the, the uh, Osan fans who had went absolutely crazy. It was chucking it down, so they were splashing down in puddles and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and he basically got Mendy right up <laughs> as close to the fans as he could. Um, which was kind of, I think, it was good to see that... Uh, whether because you know Ulsan had been accused of giving up against Pohang yeah. and it was good to see that they didn't give up against the, the Blue Wings but also that that passion was there and it was a foreigner who kind of led that passion as well uh, he's not the captain I don't think I don't think he was a captain or anything but it was pretty it was pretty good just to see him kind of they have have a a real kind of passion and a real feeling for the game and he made a little girl cry uh, I think he's made a few little girls cry in his time but. Anyway, some, some little, maybe about five-year-old girl in the Suwon fan in the Suwon fans was crying her eyes out after they conceded the second goal. That has become one of the best gifts <laughs> on, on Twitter, I think. And if it hasn't, it should be. Yeah, yeah, I saw that that, that kind of still photograph of her, like bowing into her, uh, her, her her scarf. But I mean, I didn't see the game. I know nothing. I don't know what really happened. But to have Led from the from the tenth minute, albeit from an own goal, yeah. and they throw away two goals in ninety two and ninety four, is uh, ridiculous to be honest. Well, I went into the uh, the, the Tashi Porgy and watched the last five minutes, and the, did they make a late substitution? Suwon. Yeah, they brought on Yun Jimin for Kwon Chang in the eighty ninth minute, and the commentator was saying, "Oh, he's he's going. That's a defensive substitution. He's obviously going to satisfy with a one 0 win." <laughs> <laughs> and then only three minutes later it was uh, one each and then two minutes after that 2-1 I mean there's, there's been a whole lot of late, late goals as well I mean well, I guess we'll talk about your late goal in a minute you probably won't want to uh, there's, a, there's a late goal that you were happy with as well yesterday um, so yeah it seems to be this do you think these late goals have been caused by I said two late goals yesterday in Sean as well do you think these late goals have been caused by the new goals for rule as opposed to the goal differential do you think teams really are just 
given at 90 minutes as opposed to settling for a nothing each draw that they would have done in the past? I don't think so because uh, even after after Ulsan got their equaliser yes, on Saturday they Suwon had a couple of half chances or well, they kept taking it forward and then Kim Yong-dae would boot it long yeah. and then they got a corner right at the end right because someone hoisted the ball in and uh, the Suwon defender basically miskicked it so he tried to clear it out but it, he miskicked it so it spun off and went for a, behind for a corner and then K- Kovacevic Kova just banged in a really pu- beautiful corner yeah. and that was a cracking header by uh, Mendy it has, to, it has to be said I mean, what's quite funny is that you were asking if Jonathan played the whole game, but Mendy and Jonathan came on at the same time. Uh, Mendy came on for Kim Tae-hwan, and Jonathan came on for uh, Jo Dong-kong. Yeah, and only one of them made an impact. Yeah. Interesting to see that Santos didn't play at all. Yeah, which is quite interesting, because I think he, he actually laughed at the, at, at the Suwon fans who were protesting. Uh, you could just see his head above the crowd. Um, <laughs> sorry, Santos. I say three weeks in a row. I'll stop it. Um, and as he walked by, he kind of looked over and he actually smirked at the fans, which I'm sure didn't didn't help any. But he did. He did ride your horse to a winner on Sunday. He did indeed. Yes, borrowed Mark, which turns out to not be that kind of Mark because it's a female. But anyway, <laughs> like, yeah, I only found it out t- today when I read back through. Career racing tweets. She also noted as well that in 90 minutes there was only one yellow card. That's quite unusual. And it happened in the first three minutes. Yeah. So I guess it was a, a relatively clean game, I guess. So the referee just took a firm stance to get his yellow card out early and dictate the pace of yeah. the game. Something like that. But so it does leave Suwon in their lowest position I think they've ever been in uh, this stage of a season. Averaging a point a game. Yep. I mean, I've never known Blue Wings to be this low. Um, I mean, five, six, seven, what, eight years ago they were winning stuff. So, yeah, I, I can understand why their fans are, are, are so upset, to be perfectly honest. Um, next week is going to be the big one. It's, well, I guess in the preview we'll look at it, but that's going to be the Super 1 derby. Six-pointer. It's like a nine-pointer, isn't it, really? That's massive. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how, how, how that one goes, but I definitely think... They are looking horrendously woeful this season, much to the, the joy of the majority of other fans. <laughs> nope, all the other fans. <laughs> There's no majority about it. But anyway, so I guess that entry music led us into the, the first review, which was obviously the Olsen uh, Suwon game. Also on Saturday, we had... Uh, Paul, we'll do your game last, I guess, yeah? Uh, okay. So also on Saturday we, we, we had uh, Jonam Sonam. Um, for anyone who has managed to miss that Thiago uh, world-class goal, I would suggest you go and have a look at it. Uh, it finished 1-0, Sonam. Uh, Thiago scored just before half-time. I managed to take it home in time. I actually watched some of this on Neighbour, but I didn't really get a chance to see much of it. But I watched the, the, the highlights. And um, no other way of describing it is to say that's just like the greatest goal I've ever seen scored in the K-League. Uh, he literally picks the ball up inside his own half, beats the first man, skips by the second man, races between uh, the next two defenders who are closing in on him, runs one full half of the pitch and then curls it beyond the goalkeeper. 
I was just brilliant. Um, I can't. There's not enough superlatives for Thiago this season, uh, and uh, an, an amazing signing. Why Pohan let him go? He, he was obviously terrible, or maybe played it out, out of position yeah. last year. I don't really know, yeah. but I, I don't know what Kim Hackbam saw in him. But whatever he did, he obviously knew, or he obviously saw something. But the partnership that he's that he's forming with Thiago, and as I said in the last podcast with uh, Peter. It's been it's been pretty amazing so far. Single handedly maintaining Songnam's faint charge yeah. for a yeah. ACL place. Yeah, title. ACL place. The title was gone a long time ago, round two. Um, but yeah, he's he's basically single handedly keeping us in the ACL spots. If it wasn't for Thiago, I don't know where we would be to, to be perfectly honest. Because when he's not, he's not just scoring the goals, but he's also like just being a pest and creating goals and kind of being in around the box and, and causing and causing havoc. Um, but we did talk I think I've said I, I, I spoke to uh, Dan about Wang Yijo before, before the season started and he talked about would he have a good second season because now everyone knew him and I think it's been really good for Wang Yijo to have Thiago there because now the, you know, the, the expectation the pressure's not on him as much yeah. so he can have his six missed chances I mean, and, and not think shit, I haven't scored, Sonnenham's going to lose type thing. Yeah. So, and I think that might be a problem that so we're having is that I think there's too much emphasis now on, the, on, on Adriano carrying, carrying the team. On Adriano's goals carrying the team, as opposed to Adriano, I guess. Um, but I think the game, I mean, John had a couple of chances. With Orsic's gone and with uh, Steve gone, they look a very ordinary team. They signed this new guy, this Australian guy, I think. Tommy. Tommy Ursula. Uh, and I know they've signed Jairo, or Jairo, and yeah. it's Jairo, right? Yeah. Who, when he, I actually checked his stats, before he left Jeju, he was like bordering on a world class striker in terms of goals per game. Since he left Jeju, he scored three goals in like 400 games or something stupid. But when he was, I think he played 55 games and scored 26 goals for okay. Jeju. And before that, he'd been, he'd been pretty prolific as well. But John Am had a poor team, but um, there's kind of still still up there with uh, Suwon at the, for the playoff spot, I guess. But it was a, mu- it was a much needed win again for Songnam. Uh, that win has put us in, in fourth and only one point behind second. Yeah, it's very much bunched up at the top of yeah. the table now. Yeah. Well, apart from Chumbuk, who keep pulling away a point at a time. Yeah, I mean, I think we both celebrated them not winning yesterday, but uh, they still managed to put an extra point above them and so on Ulsan. Um, so, yeah, you've got to look at it and say, unless they get a points deduction this season, they're slowly but surely just edging further and further away. Without playing well, because there's without, still without playing well at all. nine wins, nine draws, right? Yeah, I mean, they went behind after about a couple of minutes. Yeah, struggled. Flat on with a with a headed goal. Yep, struggled and struggled and struggled. Took a penalty to get back in front and then still blew it. So yeah, I mean, I don't think they're a particularly they're a great team, but they're just not playing to a great team, which is the fear that if they ever do, if they do click at any point, yeah, then they're just going to destroy anyone who comes anywhere near them. But they're just not clicking at all. Uh, I watched the second half of this game yesterday and they dominated 
but they were just very wasteful. Their shots were all high, wide, and handsome. Yep. So this was the Sue One John Book game. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. I was actually at Eland, so we'll, I guess we'll, we'll talk about the Sue One John Book game just now. So Sue One took the lead, as you said, there after a couple of minutes. Yeah. Big Big Vladan. Yep. The only man who's maybe taller than, than the rookie. And then the Suwon keeper played a blinder because he's kept being peppered with shots. This is the new keeper, right? That, that, that was his debut. The guy they signed from Dejon or Buchon or somewhere. And he played really well. But the, the equaliser from Lee Jong-ho, he basically, it's the one shot he spilled. And he spilled okay. it right to Lee Jong-ho. He kind of blasted it past him. Okay. How was uh, Kim Min-jae, the ex Elan player? Uh, he didn't stand out. So. Okay. Okay, okay. And Adrian Rea, one of my favourite ever Australian players in Korea. <laughs> He's having a massive party <laughs> with, with uh, the Wookiee. So actually, I guess he was kind of man-marking the Wookiee most of the time. Right. Uh, definitely gave away the penalty when he, he really tugged on his shirt to yank him back. That was, that was definitely a penalty. Uh, didn't, he objected to the Wookiee trying to get him booked by brandishing the fake card to the referee so yeah. they're having words with each other um, and obviously Leonardo steps up with the penalty away as he does uh, then just short, slightly after the 80th minute Suwon got a free kick outside the box and they took, took one of those, those quick ones so while the, while Quansante uh, was lining up the wall the, uh, the Suwon guy just banged it into the empty net and the, 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 the Chumba guy was standing there going like Mouths open, slack jaw, going. What the hell just happened there? And <laughs> I did hear that it was yeah. The, the concentration should, should really have got to it, right? It looked like he could have got to it because he, he obviously realised it was being taken and so, so switched around from lining up the wall to actually getting across to get to it. Yeah. Um, Who scored that goal then? Uh, Kim Han Won. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, so a smartly taken free kick. I think I think another thing that I thought was quite interesting uh, about about that game is just the fact that it, it took John Book so long to get you know like back into the game. I mean, as you said, five minutes to to like seventy minutes. That's like sixty-five minutes. I mean, that's like I mean, uh, she wanted to lead against Jeju and it lasted for like three minutes or something. Yeah. That they're not known for like taking a lead and then holding out. So yeah. I thought that was like. For a team of John Book's calibre to, like, to kind of blow a game like that is, is really bad, I think. And then they had another claim for a penalty in time added on, mm. which uh, Che Gangi, the coach, was going mental about not being able to. So another thing is, like, probably the Wookiee had his, his shirt tugged slightly, but, yeah, you can't say it had an influence on the game. Yeah. So what, what I found uh, quite interesting was after Saturday's wet, wet t-shirt contest, that were in the K League, we had John Book doing like, the topless contest okay. as they were all getting their shirts ripped off. It was it literally was like watching something out of uh, like an Incredible Hulk movie or something. The shirts. Maybe it was the Chippendales that they were doing like, when they ripped their shirts off, but thankfully they didn't go any further. Shirts made of Velcro, right? Yeah, thankfully there was no short pulling. <laughs> I'm not quite sure the Wookiee would have looked as impressive. But the Che uh, Gangi was going mental at the fourth official and yelling at him in Pan Mao. And then, and then suddenly, as he was yelling at him, like a bunch of man ones fell out of his sleeves. Hope yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> okay, so that was two each. Obviously, 
uh, disappointing for John Book not to not to win, but as we as we discussed, it still is my point clearer of uh, Seoul, who were second and still are second. That table's wrong. Okay, they're still set up because that's done in goal difference, right? Not that's I don't know what that's done on, but okay, it's not done on goal difference, it's not done on goal scores. Okay, okay, so they are still second, yeah? Okay, so we talked about the Osan game, we've talked about the John Book Suwon game. I guess the owner of our game yesterday was uh, Inchon Jeju. A game that. Uh, and Kwangju Pon. Oh, yeah, yeah, but whatever. Uh, a game that amazingly uh, has finished 0 uh, 0 in five of the last seven occasions. Jeju, who looked to be heading that way again. Yeah, but the thing I want to say before we talk about this actual game is Jeju really have got the worst record on the road of any team in the K League. Like never won against Seoul, never won at Siam. Like haven't beaten Incheon United since 2010. Haven't beaten them in Incheon since 2010. Have never won in Tanchon. They. Has this team just been formed two years ago? <laughs> I don't understand like, why. Because I thought Jeju were, were always reasonably well placed like in the league. So they really are just unbeatable at home, basically. And absolutely targeted on the, on, on the road, yeah. But as we were saying, yeah, it was heading, it was heading to a nothing each. We got into the last five minutes. Uh, podcast favourite, favourite son, Egan Ho. Yep. Uh, popped up, scored, undoubtedly was not marked. The keeper was probably lying on the deck, and he probably still hit the post, both posts, and that rebounded off the keeper's head or something. Yeah, yeah, she took it quite well. Yeah, I don't believe that for a minute. It's Egan Hall. What a thing he takes quite well is his salary. <laughs> he was the lowest paid World Cup, the lowest paid player at the last World Cup. <laughs> he was also the lowest talented player at the last World Cup as well. So it's, it's all relative, right? <laughs> I really hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't. <laughs> You'll be standing outside my office next week. But uh, yeah, uh, we all taken goal. I think it's maybe his second or third goal since coming back to, to the K-League. Well, for Jeju anyway. Um, so five minutes left. Obviously that was it. It was heading to 1-0. Jeju were going to like, displace everyone in, 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 in second place. Um, and then up steps the legend, Song Siu, who only scores a goal if there's an 8 or a 9 at the beginning of the minute. <laughs> he hasn't scored unless it's been the last 10 minutes all season. And yeah, he's scored like five or six goals, I think. Mainly because he keeps coming on as a late sub. But Yeah, I mean, we could probably... Well, OK, I mean, he doesn't come on until the 77th minute. He's not going to score in the, in the 40th, is he? But fair, fair point, I guess. Cheeky shit. Uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, Song Siu stepped up. Made it one each. Uh, yeah, it was all down to Kevin. Kevin pl- yep. played him through the lovely flick, and he buried it in the back of the net. Cue the Incheon fans going mental. I yep. think they've rescued a point. And then up steps Kevin again. Yep. And then 93rd minute. Yep. And I forget what he did. He did a, a lovely cross, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a cross. But I think the Cheju keeper should have saved it to be honest, because it was a fairly weak header. The uh, Incheon guy went up, squeezed between two Cheju defenders, got a very weak header. And the Cheju goalie got his fingers to it, but it kind of crept inside yeah. the post. So I would, I would love to ask Kevin how he feels about it, but apparently we're banned from interviewing him. Oh, why is that? <laughs> what a, I've tried contacting Inchon twice, and I've had no reply from them. Even though Kevin himself is still has has only created a Twitter feed just so he can contact us. 
because that may be an exaggeration. But yes, I'm still waiting on Facebook in my reply. Um, but Instagram haven't replied to me, so. I may have a. Maybe I'll just get a suppressor pass. Okay. I think. Sweet. I just need to get off my ass and look into it. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that off the podcast, yeah. In case we never get one, it's like, what happened to those press passes? Um, did you. Any idea how. Um, they've got a new. A new player sign, though. Yeah, the Macedonian. Yeah. I don't know. There was a him. I thought there was. I thought they signed another, another player, but I guess it must have been him. The Vietnamese guy. That's. Yeah. He, well, he has to play as well, right? He's, well, he he played one game. No, two games, because he started on a Vietnam Day, the Vietnam Festival. He started, and I believe, rumours are that he might have ended up absconding in someone's suitcase after the game. He hasn't been seen since that game, which I think is. Did the fans on Twitter not see him at a reserve game? Uh, oh yeah, I think he did say. Yeah, he did. He, he was there last week, right, or two weeks ago? Maybe against Songnam. Ah, oh, you're right. Okay, massive crowd, three thousand. This weekend is probably the worst. I think maybe the lowest attendance. Sixteen thousand gross for six matches, right? Yeah, I think that's going to be the worst attendance in the K League. I mean, the rain put a massive part on uh, Saturday. And I guess also because Seoul, Chumbuk, Songnam, Suwon, Blue Wings. We're all away. We're all away. Not sure we should include Suwon, Blue Wings in there because their crowds have been pretty or, pathetic this year. Or Songnam, really. But, well, Songnam, I guarantee that I, I was just being polite because <laughs> I didn't want my face smashed in. <laughs> well, Songnam have been getting reasonably good crowds, like up to like 8,000 and stuff. But this year, only Seoul or Chumbuk have got the ability to get more than 16,000 on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah definitely. That big tantrum doesn't even hold more. I think it only holds like 18 or something. But yeah, um, so we're the other game yesterday, as you said, was uh, Guangzhou Pohang. Pohang been on a bit of a run recently. Yep. They're the, sneaking up the table. Yep, and they continued it in a way win. Uh, Yang Dong Hyun, who else? He, he is definitely moving to bigger and better things. If you count Songnam as being bigger and better, I don't know. I thought you were going for Igor. That's what I saw on the on forum somewhere. <laughs> He are not going for Igor. <laughs> Kim Hakbum will not sign a player that has never kicked a ball. He has kicked a ball. Okay, kicked a ball in a, in a, in a, in a competitive match. When Thiago fucks off to China, <laughs> and Kim, Kim Hakbum's going to... He's going to think that it's going to be the same as Thiago last year, right? Shit for Pohang, bring him to Songnam. Yeah, yes. He's going to bring Igor. I tell you what, right, he brings Igor to Songnam and my season they go get thrown on the pitch. <laughs> I am not watching Igor in, in, in Songnam colours. You've got to give him a chance at least. No, I don't. I, 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 I literally just told you I don't. Do you, you remember uh, a few years ago in, in the English Championship, I think it was Norwich got thrashed 7-0 on opening day and two guys rubbed, ripped up their season ticket thrown onto the pitch and after that they got promoted by winning the, by winning the Championship. Yeah. I mean, I won't not go, but I, I can't see me getting like moist on the stands <laughs> whenever Igor comes on the pitch. I mean, clearly, we think Igor's a load of shite, but Kim Hakpon does have a knack for... He does have a knack for spotting players. Although there were a couple last year who weren't. So I, they were, I think, even though Kim Hakpon was a manager like, at the beginning of the season, yeah. I'm not quite sure those were even remotely... I think two of them were left over from the previous season. Yeah. I don't think he was involved in, the, in those transfers at all. I mean, Pitu definitely is a, is a, is a good addition. Yeah. He's on Thiago's. Like, Hence, was above anyone else. Therefore, like, if Kim Mackbomb decides to, to sign Igor. I have to, have to, 
have to accept it and believe that he knows what he's doing. And give him a few. And give him me trust. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so you Yang Dunhyun, yet another goal. Pohang now sitting pretty in sixth. That's four wins out of five. Having beaten the mighty Songnam, Seoul and now Guangzhou. Yeah. Talking of Seoul. I don't really want to see Pohang up that table to be perfectly honest. Uh, I don't really want to see, I think, uh, I like the teams that are in and around second and third and fourth right now. I don't want to see um, Pohang like, kind of start threatening us. Well, maybe, maybe uh, Seoul raid some of their better players and it'll fall apart for them. Maybe, yeah. Uh, interestingly, Lulinia started their, their new signing. Uh, Morala came on for Lulinia uh, in 6-6 minutes and Ali Abbas did not play. And Laser. 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 Who was being rumoured of moving to Japan today. I heard that, yeah. I guess Japan doesn't have TVs. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, I still love how the fact that at that game there was the whopping 926 people. Come on, Kaylee, because he's ridiculous. Although, when I get to my rant, maybe we'll find out why that is. Um, And then the final game, Paul, take us through it. It was signed to Seoul, obviously. Uh, yes, it was. You went there with, did you, you went there? Yep. With your father? Uh, my dad, my mum, my daughter, and good friend of the podcast, Jesse, drove down. We got there an hour early, so we had a little look around, and that was more fun than the actual 90 minutes yeah. of the match. There's a, there's a couple of good chicken hoffs, but that's about it. Um, what's to say? Uh, actually, Huang mixed up a bit he switched to a back four um, made about five changes from the team that got accumulated by Songnam mm-hmm. midweek uh, didn't really work uh, I believe he's still kind of assessing different players and trying things out yeah I mean I, I think I still think you should be blaming Che for everything that's happened right now leaving in the middle of a season when it was so tight uh, he's probably cost you the league or uh, the challenge at least because by the time Wang gets to know who's good and which team what position it's going to be too late I think um, yeah a lot of people are not blaming Che but they're not blaming Huang yet they're saying yeah. you've got to give him up to 10 games and see if he's going to make it work or not yeah um, a lot of people are dissatisfied with the way things are going so far in his first two games but I'll sit down I'll sit down <laughs> I suspect if they lose against all time at the weekend and then get knocked out of the cup against Chonnam midweek, <laughs> they won't be a set down. The uh, the, ta- the Tantos boys were booing after after the, the Sangju game. I was booing after the Songnam game. Yeah, I was. I wasn't booing after the Songnam game. But, yeah. but the Sangju game, I think one of the major problems is is Seoul keep making so many ridiculous passing errors that they're just shooting themselves in the foot by letting the t- giving the ball away to mm. the opposition and letting them come on and attack again. If they just kept possession better and passed to their own men. You remember the ga- the goals that Songnam scored where we passed it across the front the yep. and yeah. he's stolen. They did exactly the same against Sangju. They passed it across. It was it was further up the pitch, so it was sort of halfway between the centre circle and the uh, area. But passed it across and they lost the ball to the Sangju player. Luckily, the goalie saved it. I mean... You did lose 2-1, but it should be said that before any goal was scored, 
they hadn't cracked that one right off the bar, right? Yeah. Which, to be honest, I mean, on another day, would have been a world-class goal. Yeah. Again, the first Seoul started off quite brightly. They dominated for the first 20 minutes or so. Um, uh, that's not to say that Sangju didn't have their chances. Yuhan made a, a couple of good, really good saves. Uh, I think he's still not fully convinced of his own ability at handling or catching mm. the ball because there are a couple of uh, crosses or corners that came in and even when he was, wasn't was challenged at all he was like punching it yeah. with a big over the like <laughs> it was weird because completely unchallenged he was still punching it yeah okay um, could have done better the penalty penalty I personally don't think it was a penalty I mean, Yu Zhang. Oh, you got the right way. Yeah, you'd have to think that Yu Zhang would have saved it if he'd gone the right way. Didn't look particularly powerful. It was yeah. a, it was a nice height from. Probably should have got it. I think. I haven't seen a like a behind the goal thing to yeah. see how close he was to it and how close it was. I guess it must have snuck just inside the post. But I mean, speaking of penalties, it wasn't the worst penalty we had that day. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that I think that goes to Zaza. Who literally looked like an Ajishi starting in a toilet queue in 81. <laughs> but it, I, I've seen uh, Adriana do that kind of. Well, not quite as much as Zaza. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Zaza did that a little bit too much, right? Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I mean, on the penalty, uh, I mean, we could talk this one until we're blue in the face. Uh, I think there was an initial tug, definitely, that yeah. it was a tug. Uh, I think the Sangju player took a step thinking who, who was it? I can't remember who it was anyway thinking that um, he Maybe would it was the guy that took it oh no it's Pak Jun-tae Pak Jun-tae yeah. um, I think he he, he thought that uh, this this Pak old player was still going to hold on to him yeah. um, and therefore it would be even more obvious it was a penalty but the guy let go and when he took that one step, realised he's not holding my jersey anymore. He just threw himself to the ground. Because basically, a cross came in and they were tussling. Mm. So the sole player did grab his jersey. I'll admit. I mean, it was a it was a penalty for that initial grab, but at the time that the penalty was given, he wasn't in, he wasn't holding them. But you say he was holding the shirt, right? But the Sangju player, I, I don't know if the sole player let go or the Sangju player broke through his own strength and he was setting he took as you said he took one step to, mm. towards the goal therefore he was you can't say mm. he was fouled you no, can't say he was I'm, obstructed I'm agreeing what I'm saying is that he took one step I think he took one step thinking this will definitely be a blatant penalty yeah. realised oh he's not holding me anymore I've yeah. broken free or he's let go whatever way yeah. uh, and then threw himself to the ground and the referee I think gave the penalty based on the fact yeah he was tugging him when the ball came in so technically the, the referee should have blown the whistle before Park. It was Park something. It was either Park Kidon or Park Junte. He, he should have blown the whistle as the ball came in. Like, before Park dived, yeah. that he should have blown the whistle because he was getting held. Unless he was trying to play the advantage, in which case it shouldn't have been a penalty, right? Because the guy broke free then and then didn't, make, didn't make the most of his advantage. But then, he, then he pulled it back, right? I guess. I've seen that happen. You play the advantage or they didn't make the most of it, I pull it back. That's usually for free kicks, not for penalties, to be yeah, honest. but you should do that if it doesn't come to anything because Sol defended or something, but he threw himself down and wasted yeah. the opportunity. I mean, I think, yeah, it, it was a... You could see it was contentious, I guess, um, but at the end of the day, I guess these things... I, I think if, if the Sanju player had 
gone from there and shot and missed, and the referee gave him a penalty, I'd have said, all right, he did pull his shirt, I'll accept yeah, it. Yeah, I get your point. But, but you the fact is he threw himself down so theatrically, it just rankles, it really rankles. Yeah, yeah I get your point. I'll agree with you. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you on that point. Do you see the, the first Sanju goal? Yeah, I thought it was a no goal, to be perfectly honest, but it's going to patch into it. But I, I was sure it was a no goal. I thought, I thought it was actually Osmar put it in. It was a cross that came across, and I think it was it Takahagi, Takahagi swung. He, he tried to kind of backheel it out because he was facing the goal, and he kind of he kind of tapped into his leg, and then fell perfectly, I guess, for Pak Jun to bang it in as he was sliding in. Yeah, but again, it looked comedy of errors again. Yeah, uh, defensive error. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that, with all those games, I guess reviewed, you're looking at John Book, our top in 36. Second is So on 30. Joint second is Osan on 30. Fourth is Songnam on 29. Then we have Jeju 27, Pohang 27. That's the top six. And then the bottom seven, uh, we'll go through it. Sangju, Guangzhou, Incheon, Chickens, Dragons, relegated. Can fodder. Yeah. Okay. So, we don't normally spend time reviewing the challenge because well nobody really cares but uh, I guess I did go to a challenge game and I guess Dan is listening and theoretically we could have had the other game because the game on tonight we could have had it in the background yeah we could have had Jimmy to check the scores yeah check the scores and let's see how it's going so basically I'll take you through the games that I didn't go to and then we'll talk about the one I did go to so Goyang were at home to uh, Gyeongnam that finished 2-1 to Gyeongnam sorry uh, goals by Song Soo Young, Jung Xiong Chow, and Yi Yi Chan. Yep. And then Pusan were, <laughs> were at home to Daegu, and Daegu absolutely humped them. Uh, 4-1 to Daegu. Uh, Pusan are a sorry state, they're all over the place. Um, Sajina swooped in uh, again <laughs> to, to get, he scored the second, but, but before William Poop. He seems to have pulled one back for Pusan. Quite ironic that they have someone with that name. Uh, and then the fourth goal was scored by the, the one and only Paolo Sergio, who yeah. is going to be in the Classic next season, whether Daegu get promoted or not. Okay. Like, that, I, I really like that guy. He's, he's got a bit of dig about him. He's been sent off a couple of times, or released once. Yeah. And he's a bit of dig about him as well, yeah. Uh, and the other game was a game I was at, which was on Sunday, the only game on Sunday actually, which was at uh, uh, the Lego Dome, Lowland, whatever you want to call it, uh, Jamshow Olympic Stadium. That was the, the, the proverbial game of two halves, as they say. First half it was all kind of V-Land. Yep. I, I, I was really disappointed by Puchan. I thought that they were, they were pretty lackluster. For a team who had been doing so well and currently or at that point that we're sitting second uh, I was really surprised that they were so poor How they were top of the league at one point last weekend and now they're nine points off the top that's weird that's weird um, but uh, basically like uh, the the Elan goals one was terrible one was good um, so basically, like, Tarabai scored the first one. He was a handful all, all game, t- yeah. to be honest. He, he was like the main focal point. I did what I thought quite interesting was that since um, since Park Kuna, 
has come in. Uh, Big Mitchell has been has been dropped from the starting lineup. Okay. Uh, he hasn't started in Kunas games, and I don't think Beloso has started in them either. Okay. So you could be seeing them getting offloaded pretty soon. Um, but Tarbay was a was a real handful. Everything was going through him. Um, so he he has to win the corner. Uh, corner was swung in, and the Pusan the Pusan the goalkeeper uh, Ruwanu uh, basically jumps up and catches it. Yeah. It's like bread and butter catch. And the next thing you know, he's come down, dropped it right at Tarabai's feet, and Tarabai pokes it in the net. Uh, one now, and of course everyone's going Tarabai, Tarabai. And going, I'm like, well, yeah, okay. Um, then during the 42 minute stand up. Oh God. <laughs> they've got so they've got to stand up until the game finishes. That's what it is. So 42 minutes, they have to stand up and excite it and basically chanting until the game finishes. I thought 42 was actually the number of hot girls in the right hand corner. Yeah. But anyway, um, so this one. Uh, Could you stand up? <laughs> Could you stand up? <laughs> they were going to stand ovation, let's say that. <laughs> so basically, An- Ante Jun, I may have got his name wrong on Twitter, I apologise. Uh, Ante Jun picks the ball up just inside his half, sprints down the right hand side. Uh, and then just a beautiful finish, like just like wide of uh, Ruse, Ruse right hand, uh, like right hand inside the post. It was a brilliant finish actually. It was a really brilliant goal. Uh, Dan said it was worth the entrance fee. Yeah, Dan, maybe your entrance fee, <laughs> not mine. I had to pay like sixteen thousand one again or something stupid. So, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> What I will say is he ended up getting himself sent off uh, in the 94th minute for handbags. Okay. There was a lot of handbags going on. There was an amazing, uh, something like 12, 12 yellow cards or something. And two reds. Yeah, two reds but both double yellows. And both got from goal scorers. And both from goal scorers, yeah. So that went in a half time. Elan looked pretty much uh, totally in, in command. Uh, they, they did the half time dance off that they do. Yeah. We had a man who dressed up in a, in a horse's head. He won uh, a pair of goalie gloves or something. So, is just let me ask this question is, is Lenny gone as well? I don't know which one Lenny is, to be honest. The tall one in a grey suit. No, that, there, was, there was a tall one in a grey suit there. Um, Martin is still in the country. What's the space? <laughs> um, so second half starts and basically Buchan just pummel um, Elan from the kickoff, like literally from kickoff. Glory is just making save after save after save. Um, I mean, he he earned his salary undoubtedly in that game. He, he, he actually was pretty good, but yeah, he, Buchan pummeled him, and it was no surprise when they eventually um, scored. Yeah. Uh, ball came in from a cross or a corner looking uh, shot for about the 30th time uh, Glory saved it but the rebound fell to uh, Ji Byung-ju who had quite an easy not a tap in but he was uh, still about 4, 5, 6 yards out but quite an easy an easy goal yep. then it all kicked off between Tarabai and E Hackman not quite sure what happened but they spent about 20 minutes arguing and fighting and spitting and biting at each other. What happened was that he 
Hackman kicked at the ball and kicked Tarabai's shoe, which then kicked the ball out, and Tarabai took great offence to this. Uh, and from that point onwards, they just did they were at each other's throats. So was E. Hackman long in the shower to cool off afterwards? Uh, I, I believe Tarabai was telling him that he wouldn't be that long in the shower. <laughs> I believe that's what may have sparked E. e. Hackman's ire, I think. I think was he overcompensating? <laughs> I think he was making a a, a Bondegi sign at him. I think um, I'm not quite sure what he did, but his hand gesture definitely seemed to suggest something about Hackman's nether regions. Um, from there, it was a brilliant game. It was a brilliant second half, to be honest. Butchon kept pummeling. Uh, Eland kept having chances as well. They did a few chances. Tarabai was unbelievably brilliant. He created two or three chances down, uh, down the left-hand side, and every time he got one, like someone would skew it wide, like Shinosu or uh, Ante Yan or Jumengu. Jumengu was getting a lot of Jumengu, Jumengu, but I, I don't think he deserved any of them. Um, interestingly, uh, Beloso did not come on, and Carlyle Mitchell came on uh, for Tarabai with like, a couple of minutes left. Okay, but brilliant game. Uh, when it went 2-0 just the last thing I want to say about the game is when it went 2-0 uh, Park Kuna made all the players every Elan player run over to the to the dugout and he got in the middle and he did a huddle uh, and all the players huddled just off the pitch I know you're going to talk about that later on and that's why I brought it up um, uh, team bonding camaraderie I don't know what you would call it wasting time I don't know, a yellow card to everyone, I don't know what you want to call it, but but it was it was interesting to see him do that. Almost like he was trying to say this is my team. I'm I don't really know. At full time he, he, he came out after the game and he did like a speech to the fans and the fans were all whipping and cheering and uh, I left at that point. I was following a couple of a pair of thirty sixes if you know what I mean. Um and uh, it was good. To, it was good, as, as I said last night on Twitter. But it was good to, to see Dan smile. Yeah, I'm sure he hasn't been smiling too much the last couple so of days. Presumably he's sticking around at least until the end of the season. At least until the end of the season, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully, time maybe get back on the podcast when they lose out in our playoff spot. To refute everything that Martin's going to tell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was it. Uh, so basically, we have Ansan sitting top. Uh, Let me just go through the state of play in the two games. Yeah, please. Yeah. Ansan are beating Taejon 1-0 at half-time. Kangwon are beating Chungju 2-0 with about 20 minutes left. Kangwon? Kangwon. So that would then put Kangwon on 34 yep. points, which would put them second. And we put the police clear on 42, which would put them, wow, League 1, basically. Yep. Police in the army in one year. Yeesh. Okay. okay. Next up, we're going to talk about um, Paul's favourite cartoon character from the 1980s. Um, the little kid from the Lost Cities of Gold. <laughs> that was my favourite ever cartoon. I loved that with the little golden plane and stuff. Oh, what was that? That was brilliant. I love that theme tune. That should be the outro music today if you can find it. But anyway, I'll have a look. But uh, yeah, uh, no, I'm talking about that that other uh, big big cartoon character that you loved, the Hulk. Banana Man. Banana Man. Danger Mouse. <laughs> Danger Mouse. Penfold. I was a I was a Penfold fan. But uh, Hulk. Hulk. Going to Shanghai apparently. 
Is not apparently he's there. I thought they already had a bunch of foreigners. So if they sold, that's the thing. They have sold neither of them, as far as I'm aware, because Elkison scored at the weekend. Okay. And I believe they've also signed Ahmad Amoza Gian. Yeah. The Ghanaian. Was he not there already? Uh, I but not sure. So I, mean, I, I really don't know how they're managing it, to be perfectly honest. But it would seem that they can sign as many foreigners as they want. The thing is that Korean teams can't, right? It's not, it's not just about fielding. I I don't know. My my assumption is you could theoretically sign eleven players, but you'd only you'd only be able to register three plus one in your squad. But it just seems pretty. It seems amazing that um, I know that. We, we looked into this before, didn't we? And yeah. Actually, Chinese Super League can have four plus one, and they're restricted to three plus one for ACL games. So having a look at the team right now, you've got Guian, Hulk, Elkerson, Konka, and Jean-Evard Kouassi, plus Kim Ju-Yong, who I'm assuming never plays. But he's the Asian, so he's... Yeah, he's the Asian. Yeah, but okay, but still, five foreigners in the team. Now, with the amount of money that they've, they've spent on those players... Actually, so that means that they can rotate them whenever they want. They can choose any three of them. I guess is what we're saying, right? For no, for, I'm I'm pretty sure that when it that they're required to at the beginning of the season they're required to nominate 25 players for their ACL squad, yeah. which will include three foreigners and one. Because do you remember when Seoul signed Park Ji-young halfway through the season? Mm. He wasn't eligible to play in the ACL until like the the, the latter half of the mm. season. So I'm assuming that come July they can register a new squad of 25 players, mm. which will be three regular foreigners and one Asian foreigner, and they'll have to pick two of these guys to not play in the. But what I mean is they in their in the Chinese league they can sign five foreigners, ten foreigners as long as they only play three of them. Uh, four plus one. Four, four plus one. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it seems a bit of a, an amazing amount of money to spend. To, to know that you actually have to keep one of them not playing every single game. So for the ACL, they dropped the Ivory Coast guy. So who would they drop for Hulk if he's if he's eligible? Do you think? Guyan. I uh, wouldn't like to speculate, but you'd have, you'd have to assume that because all five of them have been playing in the in the Chinese Super League so yeah. far. You'd have to assume that since they dropped the Ivory Coast guy for the ACL, he'll be the drop for the league as well. Although his goal scoring record is pretty good in the yeah. Chinese league. But they can rotate him, I guess, in the league, right? But for the Champions League, they'd put a drop Guian, you think? I mean, if, if Hulk is eligible, he's got to start, right? He's, he's got to play. Yeah. I also see that um, Shandong team that you guys are playing yeah. are linked with a £40 million player as well. I'm not sure who it is. It's insane. Uh, well, while we're talking about China, you want to figure out how Che got on in his first game? Yeah, so... Jiangsu? So Jiangsu, so they were playing that... Up and coming Lion on Wyoming. Liaoning who win? So you used to have done that national done that stupid racial slur, right? <laughs> okay. Apologies. That was my best attempt at reading it. Um, so obviously in his first game he 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 uh, he, he tried to bring Park Young off the bench. <laughs> he rotated the goalkeeper at half time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it finished four uh, three. 4-3 to uh, Jiangsu, who are currently sitting pretty in second. We just wonder why they sacked the manager. Anyway, um, so it was. I'm not sure. If, do you think they they sacked him, or do you think 
Jack Dan Petrescu had a one-year contract and they just oh, let, not, let yeah. it lapse. Yeah, could be not, actually. Because there wouldn't seem to be any particular reason to fire him when they're in second. Yeah, you would have thought so, right? Um, so, it, was a, it started off with a one goal to make it 1-0, and then Ramirez made it 2-0 before Lyon pulled one back, and then Jiangsu made it 3-1 through Joe, and it went 3-2, 3 each, uh, and then... Jishan. Jishan, uh, on the 70th minute, made it 4-3, and that's how it finished. So Che, unbeaten in China. 100% record. Give it time. <laughs> give it time. <laughs> give it a day, give it a day. Okay, so, so fair play, Che. Hope it's all going well for you. And uh, long, long may continue. I hope it does all go well for him, otherwise he'll be back at some point, won't he? That's what I mean, long may continue. It should be noted he actually has an Australian plan from as well called Sainsbury. So, right. So I guess all it's left to do is preview this weekend's games. Um, Paul, first of all, are you going to go anywhere? Do you think? Uh, or actually, before we say that, how long has your dad left in Korea? Uh, what you mean? Because he's seen three games and three losses. So, uh, so I'll pay his ticket if he wants to take over at the weekend. He's in, he's in Malaysia this weekend, so. Well, he's probably watched the Malaysian team lose, isn't he? <laughs> so if uh, if Seoul win while he's away, he's never getting invited back. He's only got the one game left anyway. The Incheon Incheon away next weekend. What's an Incheon? I'm coming up. I love Incheon away. I may, depending where I am, I, 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 I might come in that one. Um, so the games on Saturday, we have uh, Guangzhou uh, hosting Incheon. We have Jonam hosting Jeju, and we have Seoul hosting Ulsan. Uh, on Sunday, we have, it's Jongbuk Pohang, that's a big one, Songnam Sangju, and then this is Suwon Derby down in, down in the big board. So, Paul, let's start with, with your mob, Seoul versus Ulsan. Confident? Comfortable? It's going to be a draw. Uh, I'm going to say a draw. I'm going to say a high scoring draw, but I'm going to say a draw. Do you, know, do you know what Adriano's out for? Uh, as far as I'm aware, he's out for a two-game. It's a two-game standard ban, so, so he will he, he will miss Ulsan. No, nothing extra for attacking the ref. I haven't heard anything yet, but I'm sure Korea football news will let me. All that is no pressing. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give it you this one. I'm going to see a draw. One each or two each. But I'm going to say a draw. I think that would be One each or two each. You said a high-scoring draw. That is high-scoring. <laughs> it's a key league. <laughs> uh, Grand Juenchon, prediction? Uh, home win. Home draw. Win. Home win. I think home win. John Am, Jeju, away win. Away win. Definitely. And it's Sunday, John Book, Pohang. You, can't, you cannot predict a stadium collapse. Away win. I'm going to go for it. Pohang on a roll. John Book been poor. They've got to lose at some point. So that smug fan with his unbeatable Chumbuk banner can rip it up and burn it. I think they're going to draw that one. One each. I think that's going to be a draw. Uh, Songnam Sangju. I'm going to say 2-1 Songnam. Tiago, Tiago, Tiago. I know that sounds like three goals, but it's been as in, that's the new song. Um... I think Sanju will score. Um, a dodgy penalty, presumably. Yeah, and it's, I'm not sure when the real 
game out or when the squad leaves for, for Rio but it can't be long yeah. and Kim Dong-Joon is, is the number one goalkeeper and I'm really concerned so Song Nam need to win as many games as possible before he goes yeah. Rio lose when he goes and the final one Suwon Blue Wings versus Suwon City nothing each uh, one all and we'll say zero zero draw because that will echo the number of fans in the stadium <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, challenge quickly, just because oh, we're Christ. back liking it again, because it's like Dan's back smiling. Uh, <laughs> just a quick, uh, quick preview. We'll go through the games. Daegu, uh, Dejan, Anyang, Ansan, Goyang, Eland, Buchon, Gangwon, Chunju, Busan. Uh, not going to be any predictions. But, no. but that's just the games. The big one, I guess you would say, Butchon have to bounce back against Gangwon. That's second versus uh, fourth. Uh, and Anyang versus the police. Anyang are always a tough place to go to, but they've fallen away quite a bit recently. Um, so I'm going to say nothing will change at the top. I think Ansan will win, Butchon will win, Daegu will win. Okay. Nothing will change at the top. Okay. Okay. So I guess it's time for, for our weekly. Uh, we, we didn't do a man of the match because obviously there's no point it was Thiago um, so there's, there's no argument with the fact that Thiago should just get my, so what I think what we'll do yeah. from now on instead of doing a man of the match we'll just do a Thiago of the week and if it's not Thiago then we'll mention the man of the match Okay. because that's just how much I love this guy Okay. I'm going to try my best to find out if he speaks English and if he doesn't I'm going to learn Portuguese crash course just like an interview him. So you can interview him. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, why are you so good? <laughs> it's a famous Scottish interview. So right of the week, Paul, you, you, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. What's the point in anyone in this country bothering doing anything ever about the K-League when Google Korea can't get the badges right? It's an absolute disgrace. Google Korea had... Yesterday's match is being Suwon versus Jonbuk 2-2 in the Suwon Blue Wings badge. And I tweeted them and they haven't even had the courtesy to reply with an apology, nor changed the badge either. So will you boycott Google for your porn searches? Uh, I do anyway. I go direct to the source. <laughs> I have a hard code into my browser. I just open up my I just I just open up Chrome and go straight to it. Female taxi driver, unbelievable. Fake female taxi driver, check it out guys. Okay, yeah, I think, I mean, we, we've seen similar things before. Um, I think it was on the, even on the TV news, they, they'd uh, definitely they got the Suwon badges wrong way around, but they might even have picked Suwon FC over the, over the blooms, I can't remember. But definitely, yeah. it's, I've seen it several times, they got yeah, confused. they keep being the badges wrong. I mean, like, this is ridiculous. I mean, if, if they, Google can't get it right, why are we even bothering podcasting and blogging actually why are we blogging podcasting and blogging we don't actually blog <laughs> well our, our, as, I, as I mentioned there are our com- cumulative listens for 70 mm. episodes are in the high thousands yeah so we're going to keep doing it yeah until we until we get to a million listeners then we'll quit so, we, so they can tell we sigh it basically until we Gangnam style it then we'll quit when we're, like, when we're a bit like a bit like uh, Ricky Gervais when he stopped the UK office after two episodes. Yeah. Unlike the Americans, who just don't get the idea of stopping when something is not funny anymore. <laughs> Clinton, Hillary, <laughs> Trump, that kind of thing. Um, 
So yeah, my rant is like you go get a grip of yourself. That's it, really. Paul, okay. your rant. So Sanju. But not what you think. Okay. You, you, you mentioned earlier about um, Elan's dodgy goal celebration where mm. they would gather around the the, uh, the manager. Sanju did exactly the same. They scored their ninety-something minute penalty, and all eleven players ran over to the halfway line and saluted the manager or saluted whatever big wig general was sitting in the stands. It was absolutely disgusting. Yep, yellow card to every one of them. Should have got a yellow card for each and every one of them. Yep, I would agree. As we said at the time when Songnam ran and picked up that Jubilee, bank, that Roland Jubilee banner, it was a disgrace. Uh, yeah, if I think it's a disgrace when Songnam do it, how's that? I'm going to feel in the army do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I can't, I can't imagine why the referee's letting them do it. I don't know, I don't know, they should just book everyone. Straight booking. Yeah. If you leave the field of play, it's a booking. Well, I don't think someone unless the field of play. I think someone threw it on the field. But anyway, uh, outside agent on the field of play. Yeah. Uh, either way, it's like it should be it should be yellow card to everyone in the team, and it will stop happening. It's ridiculous. It's uh, so I for for the first time in a long time I I agree with you, Ryan. <laughs> I suspect next week's rant might be about Huang. <laughs> yes. Or, or in a couple of weeks anyway. Yeah, a couple of weeks I think. I think three weeks. Time right, it's going to be about why, how do we get beaten by Suwon twice in, in four days? <laughs> and why is it that, that I've just got released for, from a Suwon police cell? Well, my next rant will be carried out from a, a hospital bed after I've been run over by the Seoul team bus. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, Paul, you're going to pick up some uh, pretty amazing outro music for us today. I thought you wanted your City of Gold. I do. That's, that's like my best ever. That's my favourite of a cartoon. If you can find that, then that's epic. Children of the sun, see your time has just begun. Searching for your ways through adventures every day. Every day and night, with the condor in flight. With all your friends in tow, you search for the cities of love.